Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands with me. Just pray and thank God this morning. Just pray and thank God this morning for a great opportunity to be in his house in the name of Jesus. Everywhere, lift up your voice. Thank him. Give him thanks. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Speak to us this morning. Touch our lives this morning. Thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you all the honor. You are worthy, O God. You are holy, O God. May your name be praised. May your name be exalted. May your name be uplifted. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We are here because of you. The Bible declares that unto you is the gathering of the people. I commend myself. I pray that, Lord, you will speak through me your word to change a life, to put somebody on the path of your will, to heal somebody, deliver somebody. Today, may we receive your word that helps us to fulfill your will for our lives. Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Yeah. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this morning I have a short message for us. And the title of my message is Become Saviors of Men. Become Saviors of Men. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. When Jesus saw the crowds, when he saw the magnitude, when he saw the population of human beings without a shepherd, not born again, don't know Christ, something moved in him. I said something moved in him. The Bible says that he was moved with compassion on them. He was moved. He was moved with compassion on them. Because just for the reason that they did not have a shepherd, or they did not, that word shepherd is the word in, 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 um, in Greek, is the word poimen, which is the same word that means a pastor. The people, the large crowds of people did not have a pastor. They did not have somebody that was advising them. They did not have somebody who was telling them what to do. They did not have somebody who was praying for them. They did not have somebody who was visiting them, counseling them, interacting with them. They did not have. And the Bible says, then he turned to his disciples. Next verse. Put the next verse. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. I need you to underline this scripture in your Bible or highlight it on your tablet. The harvest is plenteous, it's large, it's huge, a lot of people. That is why this rolling Sunday we are believing God for 10,000. 10,000 is not a small number. 10,000 is not a small number. Averagely on a Sunday on the whole Kodesh, first service, second service, everywhere, 3,000 plus. So you can imagine 10,000 human beings. But you see, we are right to have such a vision. We are right to have such a vision. We are actually in the will of God to have such a vision because, because the harvest is plentiful. It's big. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Sometimes people say, so I have a family church, just a small, you see, we are outside the will of God. The will of God is plenty of people. How many people do we have in the world now? About eight? Has it reached 8 billion? Really? More than 7? 
plenteous. Seven billion people, can you imagine? Yeah. Plenteous. But why do we have a few people here on, on, on this Sunday morning? Jesus answered it. Please, the verse again. It says, because the laborers, the laborers, the laborers, those who do the work, they are few. Those who must bring the people, they are few. Those who must invite the people are few. Those who must go and witness to the people are few. Church, they are few. We have left the work for a few pastors to do the work. Jesus was moved. Why? Why should so many few people be the one doing the work? Yeah. Because there are no laborers. People sit unconcerned. People sit unconcerned. People don't care that somebody is dying and going to hell. Look at the wonderful testimony that the brother gave. That somebody invited him on a swollen Sunday and today he busing people to church. Can you imagine what would have happened what his life was before. And now he's talking to people and bringing them and gathering them into the church. Can you imagine if everybody here came with one person? Two people. Three people. The place will be full. I said the place will be full. Yes. And Jesus gave a prayer topic. He turned to his disciples and said, guys, let us pray the Lord of the harvest. That he will send for laborers, laborers into his harvest. I came to tell you that many are called. The reason why you have few pastors is because few pastors respond. We are in a church where we are always giving countless opportunities to work for God, but people sit unconcerned. They don't care. But you see, that is why Obadiah, Obadiah chapter 1 verse, verse, verse 21, he prophesied that there shall be saviors of men. It was a prophecy because, you see, the work of God cannot be left with a few pastors, a few shepherds. No. Everybody has a part to play. That is why Jesus said that the kingdom of God is like a dragnet. It's like a dragnet. Everybody does his part and then we, hope we get everybody into, into the net, into the kingdom. You do your part. You, that's why in Ephesians it says, what every joint supplied. Every joint supplied. It's a body, the body of Christ. But every joint, every, we have the head, we have the legs, we have the arms. Every joint supplies something. That's why it's called the body of Christ. Every joint supplies something. Look at it. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted. By that which every joint supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. Make it increase the body. So when everybody is effectively contributing, there's an increase. You didn't hear me. I said there's an increase. Yeah. What everybody. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 21. Are you here? Don't worry, I'll finish right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Church. It says, and saviors shall come upon Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Saviors. 
saviors. Why? A lot of people. A lot of people. Ghana, we think Ghana people are saved. We think that people are Christians. It's not true. I say it's not true. It's not true. We, we are religious. We are religious. But people don't use the word of God. Yeah. Why? Because you see, when you don't have a shepherd, that's why here in this church, so shepherd, who is your shepherd? Even when somebody, your relative has died, say, ah, who is your shepherd? Say, why is this who is your shepherd? Somebody has died too that I want the church to help. Who is my shepherd saying? But it's important because we insist that every, if you are a true member of this church, you must have a shepherd. That is, you must have a pastor, somebody who is concerned about you, somebody who is praying for you, somebody who is advising you, somebody who is telling you what to do by the word of God. You must have a shepherd. Because if you don't have a shepherd, you faint. You faint. The reason why people will be fornicating left, right, and center because you don't have a strong shepherd. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a shepherd. Who will board you? Do you remember the scripture I showed you the last time? Yeah, he will board you. He will board her. And then nobody can come. Yeah. You need a shepherd. You have a lot of people fainting. A lot of ladies are fainting. Hey! Ladies, it's very wild. You will see a, you will think that this is a strong person in the church. It's like he has been in the church for years. He will tell you something and say, what? You have met somebody online and you are flowing fully. A shepherd in the church. Somebody who has been in this church for a long time. You, you hear this story. Somebody, one day, one lady, he had met some man be in the supermarket. Already, he started to talk to the man. I mean, the man wanted to give you, you could see that the way the man was going on, you, you know where to end. And this lady that you think that she knows better. She's flowing fully. I said she's flowing fully. Yeah. Because they, are, they, they don't have a shepherd. They have not received the shepherd that we have given to them. Yes. Many people don't. You, when you have a strong shepherd who will tell you, hey, hey, sit down, sit down, sit down. Don't, don't do this. You see that they don't come back to the shepherd again. It's true. People want, you know, they, they want the pastor or somebody who, who will just titillate. Do you understand titillate? Yeah, he will titillate them. Anything you say, we say yes. No, 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 we won't do that. I said we will not do that. I said we will not do that. Yeah. So people were fainting. People have difficulties. People have issues. People don't know what to do. I'm telling you in life, people don't know. We all don't know what to do. We all don't know what to do. I said we all don't know what to do. Our life looks organized because we have a shepherd. Yes. Our life, many, you see, our marriages in this church, by the grace of God, are strong. Are strong. Yes. Because my shepherd can tell my wife, listen, go and lie down. And then that's it. You, didn't, you don't enjoy such things. Okay, no problem, no problem. Oh, it should, it should, it should flow. Uh, it should flow. Yeah. Yes, and flow. Yeah, it should, it should flow. Yeah. You see that it solves every problem.
but you, you will be there. You will be there, saying this, saying that. This person is saying this. A man, you are in the house. You see that you are looking at your beautiful wife. You can't touch her. When you touch her, say, my neck, my this, my head, my this. You don't have a shepherd. It's because you don't have a shepherd. Go and ask Esther. Esther had a shepherd. Yeah. Mordecai was a shepherd. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you see, many lives are being destroyed because there is no shepherd. And God is saying that you must join the work. You must join the work as a laborer. There must be in this church, there must be many laborers. That's why I was saying that. You see, this swollen Sunday, everybody should bring somebody. That's right. Are you hearing me? Those of you who come to church alone, fill your car. Go by the street and compel people to enter the car. It's a serious thing, you know. You know, Philippians. Philippians chapter 1. Hmm. I tell you. We need many people to rise up. Oh. I believe there's 21. There's 21. Philippians chapter 1, verse 21. Paul said, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Living is Christ, dying is gain. In, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, when you read the verses, it says, it's better. It says, to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. And it's better, it's better to be there than to be here. So he says, I am talks between two. Whether to be here or to go. We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent in the body and to be present with the Lord. That is to die and go. We say that heaven is better than the earth. Look at the problem that we have on the earth. Why don't we die and go? Have you thought about it? Have you thought about it? You have not thought about it. You are enjoying the earth. Eh? I'm asking you a question. You are enjoying the earth. Look at the issues on the earth. Marital issues, financial issues, this, that, oh, family issues, plenty of troubles in the earth. Plenty. Yeah. Yeah. You see, young people who should not have problems, if they tell you they have problems, you wonder. Say, hey, teenager, now what problems do they say? Yeah. So Paul said, please go back, and then we'll come to Philippians. It says, Next verse. Therefore we labor that whether present or absent we may be accepted of the law. And in Philippians it says, for me to die is gain, but to live is Christ. Let's read the next verse. For if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor, yet I shall choose what I... You see, Go back to 21. I want to explain something to you. When he says that 
to live is Christ. What he's saying is that, you see, he said, for me to live is for the sake of somebody else. It's for the sake of somebody else. But if I die, it's for me. I've gone to a better place. I'm going to fellowship with God. I'm going to a better place of rest, of peace. But if I'm here on the earth, it's for others. It's for other people. It's to speak to other people. It's to be a witness to other people. It's to lead other people to Christ. That is why we are on the earth. That's why we are on the earth. I believe by the grace of God. That is why I decided that, look, this mission, we must go some. Because, you see, I thought to myself that. Go to work in the morning. Come back in the evening. Go to work in the morning. Come back in the evening. After I finished school, I wondered that. I was wondering, is this the life that, is this the life? For me, that's how, that's, that's how my mind was working. I was just thinking that this, there should be more. There should be something more. There should be something more. If we are just going to work, come back, ah, then we are 60, then we retire, and then we retire slowly, then we die. Is this life? No, no, no. Think about it. Is this life? Is this life? Ah, there must be more. I said there must be more. I said there must be more. Yeah. There must be more to life than just you are just there. That's why Paul was saying that for me to live is Christ. It's for your sakes. Please look for that scripture. I was trying to look for it. If I am present here, it says it's for your sake. It's for your sake. It's for the sake of somebody else. Yeah. That is why many, many years ago, we had missionaries coming from Switzerland, coming from Germany, coming from everywhere. And that is why Ghana is the way it is. Because some people came and sacrificed themselves. They gave their lives. Yeah. I read the story of Derek Prince's wife, I think his first wife, Ruth, is a Norwegian, an aristocratic lady, teacher in Norway, a very aristocrat, very posh, proper woman. But when God called her, he said, I want you to go to Jerusalem. She didn't know what Jerusalem, where it was, whatever, but she got saved. And so her family thought that something was wrong with her. They thought that something was wrong with her. She left, went to Jerusalem. And do you know what God's work was? For her to go and look after orphans. That was the work. So she goes into Jerusalem, struggling. And I'm saying, when you say aristocrat, you understand? Yes. She's at the realm struggling. They have to be sending money from Norway. They are trying to obey God, trying to do the will of God, trying to make sense of her life, trying to give her life to somebody else because she was okay. She was okay. Church, that's what God is calling us to. Some of you, your families, God is depending on you. I'm telling you. You have to rise up like a shepherd. The way that people are fainting and going into all court and all kinds of things, you have to rise up as a shepherd. That's why he said, they shall be saviors of men. Matthew 28, I'm finishing. Matthew 28. 
Not you tuning in. Yeah. Verse 20. Oh, let's start from 18. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Next verse. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, these are the last words of Jesus Christ. Are you listening? Now, the, somebody's last words. You see, when somebody is dying and he calls his family around, he's not coming to say, you know, give this person sugar, give this person Gary. We are, no, he's about to deliver maybe something that he has learned from life that is very important. Very important. You see, last words are ominous. Look for the word ominous. Ominous on the screen, please. Ominous. Ominous. It's a word. Yeah. Ominous. Last words. You know, one of our pastors was dying. And then he called his son. He said, I want you to film this thing. And then he started to talk. When I die, this, 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 this. this. He said, when I die... You should call Bishop Dagwood Mills and give my body to him. Whatever he says, do it. The whole family, whatever he says. We are doing this. We are doing the funeral like this. We are doing it like that. that, that. Whatever he says is what must be done. Hey. So when he died, the family rose up, you know. They are coming to do their things. Hey, Ghanaians, we like the funerals. So. It's very wild. You see, funerals are some of the things that divide families. After the funeral, I said, brother, it's not talking to sister. This person is talking. I'm telling you, for what? For what? For what? For what? We say we are Christians. We say we are Christians. For what? Don't follow those things. You know, Bishop told us last week, he told us a key that you, you rise up and say, yeah, this is what we do. This is our tradition. And then we are moving. Yeah. When your father dies, just tell them that, you know, when my father was alive, he kept saying this, uh, so this is what we are doing. You see that people will be afraid. Last words. Last words. They are ominous. Please put it there. Ominous. Oh. What does it say? Oh, Papa. Oh, yeah, dear. Oh, yeah, dear. You are not doing well. Okay. Let me look for the meaning here. Is the right way, though? It means giving, you see, something that gives, is like a threat, threatening. Or is giving a worrying impression that something bad is going to happen. Or is threatening, something that threatens you. So you see that you are afraid. So this man, when he, our pastor, when he said it, ah. and the people to the right traditions, actually, Bishop, they just released the body. 
And then the tradition was just set in motion. Everything was done according to his wishes. Those are last words. They are very powerful. When Jesus was talking in Matthew 28, he was giving his last words. Last words. Revelation 22. Revelation 22. Give me the last three verses of Revelation. Revelation 22 is the last chapter in the whole Bible. Let's see what is there. I believe 21, chapter, uh, verse 21, verse 20. Very quickly, please. Beautiful. If any man shall take away from the words of this prophecy, the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life. He's about to end the Bible. Last words. And look at, look at the, the, the warning. This is a prophetic warning. So if you take, I'm about to say something. If you take anything out of it, your salvation, you will lose it. Look at it. It says he will take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city. And from the things which are written in this book, that's why we are saying that last words are ominous words. It's like even threatening you and warning you. And Matthew 28 is like that. The same thing is in Mark 16 and Luke, I believe Luke 24. Please, I've not finished. Next verse. Verse 20. You are too slow. You are too slow. He which testified these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Come. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. There's a verse I, you missed. Let me look for that verse. There's a verse you missed. I don't know whether it's before. It's 17. Thank you, Bishop. Actually, start from verse 12. I think that, that will help us. I'm just about to finish. But I need you to understand something. Church, we cannot live our lives only looking for money. Me and my family, no, no. Life is about others. Life is about others. Life is, you see the people from Basel Mission. Some of them even didn't preach a word. But just because they came, look at us here. Yes, we are building on their foundation. We are here because of them. We don't worship idols. We know better. Our life is proper. Our life is organized. It's because of the seeds that they sow. What seed are you sowing from the generation that are yet unborn? Do you know why sin has increased in the world? Because you won't go. Neither would you preach. That's why. There's perversion everywhere. Perversion. You look at a beautiful girl and say, oh, I want to be a man. I mean, what, what, what is it? Somebody must be something, you know. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. Perversions left, right, and center. In other places, they are confused. Like a urinal, we don't know whether it's male, it's female. We don't know. You know, a nurse in England told me some years ago that if you are homosexual, those times 
homosexuality was diagnosed as a mental condition, like you are, you are mad. Or prof? It's true, Bishop. But look at it now. Because we won't go and preach. You see, you may not go to Botswana or you may not go to India. But right here in the Kodesh, you can minister to somebody at Odoko or somebody where you live or somebody in your office. You can speak to somebody. That's why we say that let's bring everybody here on the 26th. Bring your everybody. Don't sit there unconcerned. Don't sit there unconcerned. Buy one of the t-shirts and say, look, I am on this drive. You can bring somebody. Look, somebody will listen to you. He will listen to me. I may be the bishop. He won't listen to me. He will listen to you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. I come quickly. My reward is with me. Give every man according as his work shall be. Next verse. I am Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. Next verse. Blessed are they that do his commandment. That they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Those who do the commandments. What is the commandment? Matthew 28. Mark 16. Luke 24. Go! Go and teach. Go and teach. The harvest truly is plenteous. The laborers are few. Go! You see, let me tell you something. You know, I heard prophets saying it, and I, I, I got blessed by it. He said, look, the first miracle Jesus did was to provide. God, God has always intended to provide for his own. Yes, the first miracle was a miracle of provision. And then you see feeding the 5,000, feeding the 6,000, provision. Huh. Huh. God has provided for us. In the ministry, oh, sometimes I look at, I look at my life and say, oh, it's a blessing. I, I didn't know. I was just following something. Following my shepherd. You see, when you don't have a shepherd there, you faint. You faint. Your life. Many people who are not married here, look, start to relate with your shepherd properly. You, you'll be surprised that in six months, God will supernaturally provide. It's true. Some of you have not joined the church properly. That's why you see your life too is not properly going forward. Join it properly. Believe in the things. I said believe in the things. Believe in the things. Believe in the things. Yeah. Believe. Oh. Believe. That's why the Bible says that it takes faith. Yeah. Wonderful. Let's finish the verse and then we'll close. Next verse. Do you enjoy reading the scriptures? It says, For without our dogs and sorcerers, whoremongers, murderers, idolaters, whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Those of you are just lying through your teeth all the time. You see a church member is lying to his pastor. We know sometimes just for protocol, you just watch them. Oh, yes. You see, never think that you are smarter than your shepherd. Your shepherd then sees many things. God is number one. God is with him. He sees many 
happy things, but you just smile like you just uh, okay, okay, okay. It's like oh, this man could have fooled him. Yeah, no, it's not true. Yes, for protocol, it has to be nice. Yeah. Liars, liars, they go to hell. Liars, people who lie. Yeah. You see, nowadays you come and tell you, you know, I have a beloved. He's a pastor in another church. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. But you see, it's like you have to come and frighten us with a pastor because that's what we want to hear. Oh. You see this pastor who is in another church sleeping with them. Look, tell your neighbor, look, have a shepherd so that you can be held properly and so that your life you know, can move forward. Eh? Your life can move forward. Your life can move forward. I have sent, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. Next one, quickly. Quickly. And the spirit, look at it, beautiful. And the spirit and the bride say, come. Come with your beddings. Come with your beddings. Come. God has been saying, come. It's not a shock that a true church will say to people, they should come. God has always been telling people to come. He said the spirit and the bride. The bride is the church. The true bride is the church. The true bride is the church. The church must have an agenda to bring in people. The church must have an agenda to tell people, come. We will force you to come. We will put you on the bus. We will force you to come. You see, everybody here, you see, not only regional coordinators or, or constituency overseers, you decide that you will bring a bus. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Exercise your faith. I said exercise your faith. Go and hire a bus. And to says, God, I'm trusting you to bring a bus. Or two of you must come together. And say we will fill a bus. Or hire, get an Uber or a Yango or whatever and fill it. Or the car that you are bringing, put two in front, four at the back. That's right. No, if you saw a young, your daughter, four year old, going to put her hand in fire, you will be saying, hey, stop, stop. Stop. That's what you do. That's what you do. You'll be standing there and saying, Stop. What would you do? That is how desperate we must become. Concerning this soul in Sunday, that's how desperate we must become. People in the office, you look around and say, All oh, these people, they are not born again. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. And tell them, Come, come. You see, you, you have to speak with some conviction. You must tell the people. One day they will clap for you. One day they will thank you. One day when they are reading a tribute, they will make reference to you. That is the most important thing that matters. When you go for a funeral, you see that many times the person says, CEO, he did this, he did that. Have you seen it? I'm asking you, have you seen it? Not much. Not much. It's not said much. It's not said much. What he did on the end. He achieved this, they had this money, he has five houses. Have you seen it in somebody's tribute or somebody's biography that he had ten houses? Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Have you seen it? It's not important. The spirit and the bride. Please, the scripture. Let him that, that, that hear it say, Come, come. 
Let him that is at test say, come. That's why Bishop chose this uh, team. He says, come with your burdens. Come with your burdens. Come with your burdens. He says, Jesus is saying the same thing. He said, the person who is thirsty, who is troubled, who has let him come. And let him come and take up the life freely, 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 freely. Hallelujah. Beautiful. You know, William Booth gave a vision. Maybe next time when I get the opportunity, I'll share that with you. But the words of William Carey. Let me read some to you as I come to the end. He said, let us give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Are you listening? Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. They are not our own. They are not our own. The other day I saw my daughter. It's like he's leading prayer. I said, beautiful. It's working. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. They are not our own. That's why we are called stewards. That's why I say a steward must be faithful. It, we are not, it, it is, they are not for us. It says our time, your money. That's why this morning we'll be asking some of you to help us pass this 10,000 people. Somebody might say, I'm giving thousand, I'm giving a thousand dollars. Bishop, you know, I may not have, you know, Bishop, some of us, we are past preaching. You know, it's difficult. Okay. Let your money go. Let your money. It's beautiful. beautiful. Someone said, look, 5,000 tickets. Take it. I cannot pass people. I'll try and invite my friends and put them in the car, but you take this 5,000. Because we have people that are waiting to come, only that we don't have the money. Are you going to help us? Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his work. To God and to... If you are in this church, join it properly. Dedicate your whole life, your family to the work of God. Last week we had, this just passed, we had seven days of fasting and prayer. We pray all day. We start 10, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I can count with my hands the people who came. Is it, is it good? Many of you didn't come. Don't worry. You are not married. You, some of you, you are struggling with your jobs. Come and pray to you. You won't pray. Oh. Say, I have repented. Beautiful. Let us give ourselves holy that our profiting may appear unto all. Are we justified in staying here? While so many are perishing without means of grace in other lands, in other areas of Accra, are we justified? People are sniffing glue, smoking weed, 
and we sit here, we are unconcerned. No. We must take every chance of doing good to the lost. This is your chance. 26 November, from now, this is your chance. It says we must take every chance of doing good to the lost. Are you going to do good to the lost? I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. Are you going to do good to the Lord? You want me to call you out? I'm asking you. We will be laboring. We will be traveling day and night. We must instruct. We must teach. We must exhort. We must rebuke. We must preach the word. With all long suffering and an anxious desire for the lost. An anxious desire for the lost. People who don't know Christ. People who don't know Christ. People who are doing all kinds of things. There must be an anxious desire. That's why we say 10,000. We, we don't want to leave any stone on 10. We want to spend money to bring in the people and gather here so that they can hear. At least we tried. It says, it says we must instruct with all long suffering and an anxious desire for them. We must be instant in prayer for the pouring out of the sweet Holy Spirit upon all the people. That's what we try to do. Prayer. That's what we try to do. By the grace of God, at the beginning, we are going to start the year under Bishop's direction. We are going to start next year in prayer. I thought you were clapping your hands. Yes. After enjoying, by the grace of God, the, the new year, eh, first, second, then we are going to start. We are going to have a prayer camp. And the prayer camp is for families. We want you, your wife, your children, even the babies should come. Yes, we are going to wait on God for three days. Instant in prayer for the pouring out of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit upon all the people. Surely it is worthwhile to push ourselves with all our might. Church, that's what we are trying to do. We are trying to push ourselves with all our might. Hey, nowadays when I fast, it's not easy for me. I'm, I'm always thinking that I'm still the 19-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. So I try to fast hard. I realize, actually, I have to modify it. Yes. Oh, yes. So when I get some tea, some chocolate, I'm okay, and I can go. Yeah, but you see, you you are 18 years old. You have to do pain. You have to do kelewi, or is that not how you say it? Yeah, only water, only water, only water. Look at it. Push ourselves. Tell your neighbor we have to push ourselves with all our might, with all our might, church. With all our might, his will is that none should perish in promoting the gospel and the kingdom of our Christ. Dear friends, God is gracious. Do not run away from him. I said don't run away from God. Like Jonah, don't run away from God. A few more days. It's just a few more days. And our life here on the earth will be done. Stand to your feet. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Lift up your hands and let's worship. Take my hand, Lord, in my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Everywhere, lifting up holy hands, you can use me. You can use anything, Lord, you can use me. You know, this swelling, it will not be by our strength. It's by his strength. By the strength of the Holy Spirit. I want you to pray and say, Father, like the songwriter said, use me to bring four people. Use me to bring a bus. One member, one bus. Use me to fill my car. Use me. Lord, use me. I, I, I don't know how, but I'm praying, Lord, help. Lift up your voice for a minute or two and pray. Everybody, everywhere. Palo shatakata. Veriamandola babasta. Diane kadoshi atabaha. Spirit of a living God. Late adosha. Verande adobaha. Ikade adola dabaha. Ishabrande rebe yadaha. Lebrande kadabraha. Iyanda doshi yata. Payende daha. Lorende. Batusta, Dalebre, Kadabada, Sheadaba, use me, Lord, use me, Lord, use me, Lord, use me, Lord, Payade, Baradaba, this morning on the 26th from tomorrow, I'm inviting people after church. I want to invite my work colleagues, I want to invite my family members. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. I adore the master. I am pray, pray. Let them sing. You pray. You pray. You pray. You pray. You pray. I adore the master. They are the Adaba Bacadaba. Ikaloria da Babasta. Ikadeada. Say Adaba. Hey Adaba. Hey Adaba. In the name of Jesus, pray, pray, pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Help us to do your will. Help us to do your will, Lord. Help us to be so witness, Lord. Help us to be witnesses, Lord. I adore to think about others. To think about others. To think about others. I adore I am a 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 I
eyes closed, you are here. Somebody invited you. And you are wondering, this pastor should take his time. God is talking to you. You see, it's about life and death, I tell you. It's about life and death. If you have been burned by fire before, imagine hell. I said, imagine hell just for a second. It's real, oh church, it's real. It looks like it's very far. But it says a few more days and our life here will be done. When it is done, it is done for eternity. It is done for eternity. You cannot roll back the years. It is done for eternity. You are here, you don't know Jesus. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. You are not a child of God. He created you. Have you not seen a child who has just gone wayward, away from his parents? You are here like that. You are saying, Pastor, today I repent of my sins. I'm coming to Jesus. Pray with me. I'm desperate. Pray with me. He says, come. If you are thirsty, come. The spirit and the bride, they are calling you to come. Lift up your hands wherever you are standing. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. Today I give my life. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. God bless you. Lift up hands. Let it go up. You see, join me. My hands are up. Join me. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hands. Don't be shy. You have lifted up your hands. I want you to do one more thing. Come to me. Take your back. Take your Bible. Come to me very quickly. Very quickly. Come to me. Come to me. Give him your life. Keep coming. Come. Come. The spirit and the bride are calling you to come. only children who are not born again in the church. It's not true. But you see, sometimes the humility to join the children is not there. But you see, without humility you can't enter. You cannot enter. But I want to give you an opportunity. You are here. You know you are not born again. You know. Even some you are backsliding like what we are backsliding. But God is calling you. This is your chance. You may not have another chance. You may not have another chance. You are here like that. I want you to come quickly. Holy Spirit, thank you. Come and join us. It's not about being shy, I tell you. In that day, he said, I will say, I don't know you. I don't know you. Come. Come. If you are shy before men of me, also me before my father, I'll say I don't know you. Come, God bless you. God bless you. Come, come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. 
Jesus. Whatever I say, say it after me. But make it your prayer. It says, with the heart man believes, with the mouth, prayer, confession is made unto salvation. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. These are the basis on which what we are doing. Congregation, we can join them. Everybody say, Heavenly Father. I thank you this morning. I thank you for your word. I have heard your word. I realize, I realize that I am a sinner. A sinner. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, today, today I, repent I repent of my sins. Of my sins. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I, accept I accept you as my Lord, as my Lord and my personal Savior. And my personal I, believe I believe you are the Son of God son who came to die came to so die. that so I can receive I can forgiveness, of sin. forgiveness of sin. This morning, this morning I surrender my life. Do with me as you please. Please write my name in the book of life. My name is, mention your name. Please write this name in the book of life. I thank you, Father, that you saved me today, the 12th of November, 2022. I am grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light 